0: It's far too stupid to spy on me. And that's my complaint with it. All right.
1: Content atomization. That phrase, content atomization, really is directed more towards, I think, more towards marketing, uh, marketing departments of companies. I mean, tech pubs, people have been thinking about content. They've been doing content atomization for the last I don't know, 10, 15 years, if not more and marketing are the are the main departments marketing and other departments are the ones that are starting to think of like breaking down these large documents into smaller pieces that they can then wait for it reuse
0: yep yeah that's true it's i think it's well it's being thought of more broadly um and i think that there's i think there's more of a recognition that content is content um and that you know it's not marketing content or technical publications content it might be reference content um it might be um more conceptual content it might be like explainer content you know like like the uh well as of the date of recording the the coffee and content that we did yesterday uh which was with uh uh lee LaFever, who talks about you know dealing with like explainer content but explainer content can be written by marketing it can be written by Um, information developers like there's no restriction on that what it really comes down to is that like that's made up a bunch of like atomized pieces of content Um, you know explainer content has reference content embedded into it and all those kinds of things so I I think that you're right in saying that marketing is picking up on this Um, but I think it's really more of a, a part of a larger thrust to move away from classifying content by the originator of it
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think it's a good, it's a good and it's a healthy shift for people. Um, Organizationally, it's only going to help if your, if your content is more, in some sense, um, generic, as far as your internal departments go, if it's content that everyone can use, regardless of department, um, within some broad constraints. Um, But if it's stuff that people can use kind of across the board, it's going to be much better for your organization in the long run.
0: Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Um, guys, I need one second. I need to switch mugs. Okay. This is what we have John for. Just hand
1: him this recording and be like, so this one was weird. Patrick didn't have his volume up for two minutes. Think then he think had to go odd. switch mugs. Jared's wife walked in and started talking to him. Did that happen? That is she, ju- she just walked in. But she oh, man. I didn't, I didn't notice that. She didn't say anything this time. Uh, it's more likely that my three year old will walk in and be like, "'Hey, Dad. Hey, when you guys have started writing stuff aside from your Twitter posts and things, have you guys started thinking about your marketing content this way? There are certain things that lend itself to being atomized or atomizable and other yep. things that are not. So that's something we should talk about in a minute.
0: Okay, I apologize for that, but i we did we did come up with a good topic. I, I, a good subtopic i i have a i have a good subtopic too um, i don't believe that battle of the subtopics so <laughs> i'm going to tell you guys a story you can tell that i'm ignoring your, your other comments
1: yeah tell us a story
0: all right i'm going to tell you a story and i promise this is relevant even though it's not going to start off fine, seeming that way so i have this mug you can see it here um, well you guys can see it is that the echo or the whatever it's called mm, you No, know, the echo the echo is a dot and you you, you talk to it and it it uh, it spies on you and it's by jeff bezos this the mug it, isn't that much different this is an ember and it doesn't spy on you. ember me. that's it it's that's far it. too stupid to spy on me and that's my complaint with it um so here's the thing i want to love this mug so bad like this is i
1: almost bought one of these for brooke i'm so glad to hear this review
0: uh does she have an iphone Yeah. Okay, she'll probably love it. So I have a Galaxy Note 9 or something. I don't know. Who knows exactly which number I have. Um, And technically, the mug doesn't support the Galaxy Note 9. It supports the 8 and maybe the 10. I don't know. Um, It's like (laughs) it doesn't support the very particular version that I have, which in and of itself is ridiculous. Um, But it works just barely well enough for me to continue using it hence my complicated mug process every morning, which I'm not gonna get into. Um, But my point here that is relevant is that this is the perfect situation where having developed better atomized personalized content and delivering it more effectively would have made a massive difference in my user experience for this. So when the mug won't connect, it just says like having trouble, and it sends me right to the the like the front of their um of their help site, and like you have to like go and like navigate through that. But like that's insane. They know um what kind of phone I have. They know what I've been doing. They know I've been pushing the stupid connect like ten times, and they probably have some other uh, details about what's going on here that they could transmit through this thing, and they could set up like three or four variables. They'd be like, okay, he's got an S nine, and. That's a very common phone. It's one of the most common phones. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, we don't support it. Um, but we do know that there's a few common issues that we have with that phone. So we can send him to some content that relates to that. Uh, we also know that he's been trying to connect this thing a bunch of times and it has been working. So let's send him to the topic that answers people's questions best after they try to connect unsuccessfully three times and they haven't. An, they have a Note 9. And like, Even if I had to jump through a bunch of extra hoops, if those hoops were properly described and worked consistently, like they could totally solve a product problem by having personalized content delivery. And that would be far less expensive probably than actually fixing the product. So I'm not advocating for not fixing your product. Like this product should definitely work and it should definitely work for my super common flagship phone. Um, But at the same time, like they they could fill in this gap really, really easily With a small amount of content work and it would be a much much better experience and instead of like kind of loving what this phone does or what this what this mug does but really kind of hating them for screwing it up i would like love what this mug does appreciate that the product development is difficult and appreciate that they took the time to like build some instructions to help me with it um, in the case where it doesn't mess up so i think that's that's like a really really good example of uh where content meets customer experience. Um, And it would make a huge difference.
1: Yeah, that's a good spot. I mean, that's exactly what um, you shouldn't spend $130 on a coffee mug. And then when you can't connect your phone to it, not know how to fix it, not even have one topic that or even you could, you could even do this beforehand during the buying process. If you have this phone, our mug doesn't currently connect to it. We're working on a fix
0: for this. They they so they do technically have a list of, of of supported phones. And I will give them that. Oh so you just you just were like, yeah, whatever. No, I didn't I didn't look it up because like you don't oh. like it's not you're not like, okay, I'm gonna buy a smart mug. Does it support my phone? I mean like <laughs> that's like <laughs> It's a ridiculous thing. Now, if I had, if I had like a, like a Moto razor from 1980, um, you know, I would probably check to see if the, if it, if it worked, but, you know, I mean, this phone is this, this phone is, it's like the last generation of note of Samsung note phones. There's millions and millions of these phones in the world. It's one of the most popular phones. Um, It's true. Can we can we also just talk about the fact
1: that there's no way you can pull Moto Razor that quickly unless you actually owned one and you know it was from the early 2000s, not the 1980s.
0: eh, You know, time is relative, uh, especially in pandemic years. But the thing is, I didn't actually own one. Worse, worse yet, worse yet. Um, A good friend of my own one and I couldn't afford one at the time and I was jealous.
1: (laughs) Please tell me he gave it to you when he upgraded.
0: No, I think you went through like three or four of them. Um, the, uh, and of course, this, this friend is obviously Casey. Right, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, my phone was way less uh, cool. Yeah, well, we all had on cool phones at some point. Yeah, so moved on from that. But my really super cool phone doesn't support my mug. Or the other way around. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, your mug
1: doesn't support your phone,
0: right. I think.
1: But, and the simple help topic... Uh, they have plenty of information where they could have set this up for you to direct you exactly to where you need.
0: Yeah, and I bet you the, the thing that the reason it gets to personalization too um, is because the process of resolving this, there is a magic combination to make it work, which is why I haven't sent the mug back, and I've kind of narrowed in on what that combination of like actions is um, through trial and error, and it's some combination of reset of like turning the the mug off like killing the app, um, making sure the mug is, is, is in a certain state when you start the app. It might even be like not having the mug on the, co- the charging coaster. There's like some combination of things that works, right? Um, and like it's working right now. And I bet you this is pretty similar with a couple of different phones. There might be like four or five different like tricks you can do to make it work um so like you could have like one topic that would be for the s9 and i don't know the pixel one or like whatever else had this situation and if you know you had one of those things you'd send the person to that topic and maybe there's three or four different things they could try and only two of them work on the s9 right so like that's personalization you filter out the one that doesn't work on the s9 um and then in the end you almost kind of end up feeling a little bit like an insider right like you figured out the trick like you know how to like you know Make the mug dance and do the thing that you want it to do because you know you have this process. So, you know, I'd be willing to go through that process. I mean, I do go through that process. I've figured it out by trial and error um, on a daily basis to keep my keep my coffee warm longer.
1: So, for those of you who don't know, the Ember is a is a smart mug that will actually runs off battery power, and you can set the temperature based off of your iPhone or non S nine phone. Yep and you can you can tell it to keep it at like 160 degrees for up to what like three hours or something
0: oh i don't know i put i leave it on the coaster so it just it, there's no battery life like oh okay so i don't it's it pretty much the coaster's on my desk so and also i keep it at 137 degrees which is a much better oh, temperature okay. for coffee
1: is it it is is it yeah that is a whole separate podcast we might have to come back to that one